we don't have any control <clears throat> over when the song begins. Well, I'd like to, I'd like to think that we don't, but we, I mean, we could just not do this podcast anymore, but we feel such an inclination, nay, a drive to have to a conscience let people know yeah. about these lyrics. We have a conscience. And this is one of those that, <clears throat> well, we should just get into it. <laughs> the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best but have largely dodged public ridicule until now i've learned to just slow it down right at that one part because that's where i always get a little tongue-tied you're smooth as a motherfucker today yeah today daddy's got it yes i'm mark and i'm here with seth how are you i'm good how are you i'm doing well um we were just talking a little bit and it'll probably be right in the intro because i want to fit it in to what i was going to say right here which is this is this is a song We'll talk about how we're doing and everything here in a moment. Okay. But to continue the conversation so it flows smoothly. Yeah. This is a song where it was like, oh, because it was like on easy listening radio for the most part, no one really paid attention to the lyrics. No. And it was like, oh, these lyrics are bad. And whoa, okay. Uh, They also don't make fucking sense. And they're also gross. There's lots of times they don't make sense. And they are gross. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a terrible thing. How are you? I'm good. Good. I'm not bad at all. You know, I still have my shitty day job that I have to go to. But, you know, I still wake up with uh, with with a smile every day, you know, feeling good and feeling happy. A big part of it is that I get to come here and, you know, and and scrub these lyrics. We get out. We get out the old uh, scrub brushes and go through these songs, uh, you know, with a fine tune with a fine tooth comb and and and. Make something of this mm-hmm. and do something for the people, automatic for them. And, uh, and and I feel good. So I haven't had a bad week. Uh, it's been pretty good. Interesting stuff. Got the folk festival coming up. Yes. Been work, working on music with the, with the fam. And, uh, and how about you? You just have come back from quite literally spending the better portion of the last two weeks of your life in northern Illinois. Well, yeah. Um, well, a little bit in Chicago, a little bit in Champaign. Right um for work and for pleasure uh so uh, i had yes a whirlwind adventure um that we may have talked about on the last episode a little bit maybe not but it was brought up i talked about it on the no-no um which people will hear if they listen to the no-no a couple days before this um a lot of running around a lot of winning uh mini golf tournaments uh we recorded after the mini golf tournament Mm -hmm. um so yeah, it's been a lot of running around, but things are finally starting to kind of chill out for a little bit. A lot of really good no-no episodes in the last three weeks. Thank you. You've been and don't a lot think, of just me and Lee. I was just gonna say, don't take this as an indictment against you know ep- episodes with guests, but it's just been you and Lee. It's been very pure. Mm. It, we've kind of peeled away some of the stuff, and yes, I do like the long episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think they're a lot of fun and there's, you know, there's something to be said for that. But I think the episode we recorded today was an hour 
And oh I God. do like that too. Mm-hmm. And he likes it because it's nice and short. But we also have some exciting stuff on the horizon. I'll have to tell you about later on. Well, you as got far as the two hundred coming up. We do. We also have our four year two hundred and eight. Oh my God! So uh, we got some cool stuff planned there. But we're not here to talk about the no nonsense trivia podcast. As wonderful as it is, we did. We are not here to. We we did, but we're not here to do it. Yeah. We are here to talk about a gentleman that was born in nineteen seventy four named Matthew Schaefer. And you may know him as the ex-turntablist. God, just saying that makes me feel weird. Of the Twisted Brown Truckers, uh, the backing band for uh, One Kid Rock. We're here to talk about Uncle Cracker and his song, Follow Me. Yeah. How you doing? Septic. Septic, man. Okay. It's like we just, if you've ever gone out to a septic tank and pulled off the lid, you know, you're like, ugh, Uncle Cracker. Dude. Yeah. Ugh. How many it's, different ways do you want me to tell you how much this guy pisses me off right Mark, off? Mark, in the early 1970s, the the ground opened up in Michigan and out popped Beelzebub with, with Kid Rock at his right and the Goat of Mendes and Uncle Cracker at his left. And they have been unleashed upon the world ever since. And his doughy eyes have been staring into cameras while he sings for at least a good, what, 20 years now. And we're no better for it. Beelzebub said unto thee, let slip the dogs of war and unleashed two apostles. Uncle's Cracker and and Kids Rock. Don you with a trucker's hat and give you bad posture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How white trash these people really are. How they glorify white trash. Yes, yeah. I, it's to a point where you can't tell where the reality ends and the 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 playing it up begins. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. Uh, it's um, the guy's fucking album is called Double Wide. The first one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the one that that houses this song mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, from Detroit, uh, just like your man Kid Rock. Well, that's I think you're a brown trucker. Thing was started with Kid Rock. It was it not? It was his backing band. Yeah, it was his ba- yeah. Okay. So they also a, a lot of them or all of them also played on Double Wide. You'll right. be happy he's, to he's know. Kid Rock adjacent. Oh yes, yeah. he was the turntablist in the Brown Twisted Brown whatever Dookie. the fuck it is. Brown shit. Who gives a shit? In two thousand, this album Double Wide came out, and from the ass that is Double Wide, one lonely turd <laughs> rolled out. And fell upon the ground, and that turd was Follow Me. Um, it was supposed to be an homage to Motown. How? <clears throat> well, I don't know. They ended up not doing whatever that version is. I would pay money to have that version burned. This is the eternally. opposite of Motown. Well, yes. Because Motown has exciting production, has fun lyrics, mm-hmm. has you know, uh, quality, mm-hmm. none of which this has. When we first started recording that song with us being from Detroit, that song was supposed to be this doo-wop Motown song, something different because every song's got its own little twist. And this song was supposed to have that. But after we recorded, I was like, man, that could be something for radio. So we switched it back. The song takes on a di- couple of different meanings. I've heard some people think that I'm talking about drugs or some people think I'm talking about cheating. I guess it's kind of both. I would never want to say anything that would get myself in trouble being married with a couple of kids. Oh, asshole. That song is like a dirty picture painted with a pretty brush. 
<laughs> is that like, just the stupidest? Just so, fuck you, man. Just so terrible. Just throwing. fuck you, dude. It's like someone that's such a piece of shit. You, you, you expect him to go and buy this car. Yeah. It has like, low miles. Motherfucker. I mean, it's. Oh, my God. It's. Yeah. It's terrible. It's and and it was number one. Yeah, of course. In Australia, Austria, Denmark, Germany, Ireland, Scotland, Sweden, and of course, New Zealand. New Zealand. And they're just losing credibility with every song we go over. <sighs> Indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, peaked at number five in the United States. At least we got that right. Yeah, sort of. Jesus Christ. Adult contemporary. Is that what do they call it? Not Midwest shit. Well, is there a category shit? for that there in the Grammys? Be. I don't know. There should be. Um. So. <clears throat> We had someone recommend this song to us. Okay. Um, and I, as soon as I started looking at the lyrics, I got about three or four lines in, and I was like, yes. And it hits the list. Yeah. And then I started reading more, and I was like, oh, number one with a bullet. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. this song is, it's very true, because it's so um, adult contemporary, you don't pay much attention to the lyrics, maybe. Then you do. Uh, did you watch this music video? I did. Oh, my God. It's just shit. Seth, just, this is just, a mess. Yeah. This is, uh, you feel a heavy diaper and you open it up and it's green. It's olive green <laughs> diarrhea, not just like a solid turd. With little this flecks is, of pimento. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, this is terrible. Uh, I'm not going to go much into Uncle Cracker's background. I think we already kind of did enough. Well, I mean, there are a couple of things there are that, that are noteworthy. Okay. He did do a cover of Dobie Gray's, uh, you know, Drift, Drift Away. Away. Yeah, which is not any better. It's not like I'm a huge Dobie Gray fan. It's an okay song, but uh, I definitely did not he- want to hear him recreate it. Uh, that's the last thing I ever wanted to hear, mm-hmm. and it happened. And I think that might have gone done a little bit better than this so for what it's worth that was out there he also tried to do uh on late on um uh, no stranger to shame was a later record that had drift away on it and he tried to do if i suppose if this is a tribute to motown he also tried to do another a tribute which was called memphis soul song which uh, charted in the adult top 40 at 35 it made it somewhere uh, a remix of which he actually sang with um, the legendary group, the, the Jordanaires, mm. with whom my father recorded a record yep. with. Yes. And uh, Grammy uh, Award winning uh, Larry Ford. The album that he recorded with him won a Grammy. <clears throat> go check it out. There you it's go. called They Call Him Mr. Gospel Music. You can hear it on Spotify. Um, I just like, you know, I like bringing that up. It's a favorite <laughs> thing of mine. You know that. Um, and then, uh, you know, I, I guess suppose we, we, we really haven't heard much of him since this. Um, he did do a song with Kenny Chesney when the sun goes down, which I like Kenny Chesney. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 okay with Kenny Chesney, so it's not like his greatest song, but it is a it's not bad. Um, did another album later on uh, called Happy Hour. Um, brought in Rob Cavallo. Now, do you know who Rob Cavallo is? I know that name. He is. He's a producer. He's kind of. <laughs> Uh, Trevor Hornish. Okay. He is. He's, I mean, Trevor later, Horny. Uh, Trevor Horny. He's a horny guy. Um, he's ish. He's worked with Green Day, Eric Clapton, My Chemical Romance, Goo Goo Dolls, Alonzo Morissette. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, uh, he's one of those, you know, um, hit makers. Definitely. Although the album that he worked on, which was Happy Hour, didn't really produce anything. I mean, uh, uh, one single called Smile. I was going to say, which hit number 31. Of, yeah, sort of charted. And apparently his version of um, Drift Away was a uh, duet with Dobie Gray. Was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
which is a little strange. It still sucked. This song comes from, uh, it's very funny on song facts. Every time this guy is mentioned, he is referred to as Cracker. Uh, it says, Kid Rock was good to Cracker, involving him in the creative process and giving him writing credits on many songs, including Cowboy. And only God knows why. We've got to do a Kid Rock song. I'm we, surprised we haven't. I'm shocked. Rock once said Cracker had, quote, no musician skills at all. <laughs> but was, quote, very talented with words and melodies. That's your buddy. Okay. That's well, your guy. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the guy who's got you. And I mean, I guess to be fair, like Uncle Cracker got kept around by him. And, um, you know, Kid yeah. Rock is on this album a bit. He knew uh, where the money was. Man. Played some guitar, did some turntabling. Um, the, the tables, the turntables have turned, <laughs> if you if you will. Darkness. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we're probably... We're there. Well, one thing I'm going to bring up before we get into the lyrics. Please. I am absolutely, positively blown away at how many people think this song is about heroin. I did not get that at all. Swimming through your veins. Swi- yeah. We'll but- get there. So, Seth, I'm going to tell you. I didn't get 90%, it. I really didn't. 90% of comments everywhere think the song is about heroin. I didn't get that. It's to the point where I, I'm starting to kind of wonder if it isn't just like a joke, like a flash mob or yeah, something. Yeah, maybe. Because there are definitely some lyrics in here that give I, a big tip yeah. of the hat that it is not about heroin. I didn't really get that. Yeah. Well, we'll see if uh, the listeners do. Mm-hmm. Um, God, this song sucks. Yes, it does. You don't know how you met me, and you don't know why. You can't turn around and say goodbye. All you know is when I'm with you, I make you free. And swim through your veins like a fish in the sea. I'm singing. Okay. Hmm. Now that you brought it up, okay. I, can, I can see where there might be a hint of it right from the get-go. From the first verse, mm-hmm. from the I, you don't know how you met me, you don't know why. Maybe it's being sung from the point of heroin. You could <laughs> right kind of, you, of in the song. You are a heroine. Yeah, well, it it is a heroine that is singing to, you know. Uh, right. You could say that, but I still overall that's from I think, the point of view of a bag of heroin. <laughs> what, a stupid, what a stupid concept. I it it is pretty dumb. Yes, but I can see where people might might get that. Um, might might um, might, and you might get that from the chorus. If if, if all you do is pay attention to that first line it. and then go, oh, okay, this one's about here, but Bye. that's it, and then turn it off. Maybe if you take, but just for a second, you take that away as the lyrics go on. It re- the song reveals oh, a- the, it's true nature. Absolutely. It's totally it's true nature. So I mean, let's just take it from the beginning though. You don't know how you met me. You don't know why. Which is which is right from the jump problematic very it's like very what the fuck yeah <laughs> like you just kind of came to you, uh, yeah did did i did you just wake up in the middle of the road after an accident and look up and cracker was there and i guess what the what it's supposed to say with the shortened second half is you don't know how you met me and you don't know why you met me i, yeah. I why do you meet anyone i mean <laughs> I don't I don't understand like I don't know if she just has like a memento brain where it's like <laughs> every five to seven seconds it just short term wipes yeah wipes free. Just... Um 
Yeah, and you can't turn around and say goodbye, which I can't tell if he's saying that that's how she feels or if he's threatening her, saying that is she you are a, not allowed to turn around and say goodbye. Is she a vegetable? I mean, <laughs> she, she very well might be. Uh, um, all you know is when I'm with you, I make you free uh, and swim through. This is the this is one of the most odd lines in the song and yeah. swim through your veins like a fish in the sea. I'm singing like a fish in the. Th- and swim through your uh, is that a good thing is he like an infection um, is he like is he like some sort of protozoa floating around inside her or inside you know whoever he's i'm assuming that it's a her that he's singing to i just feel like fish swim in the sea more well first of all i'd like to think of like a little fantastic voyage oh that's so cool. uh, i love that movie Uncle by Cracker. the way swimming through someone's veins arguing with the other people in the in the with ship. some of those little glasses yeah. <laughs> and he's just like swimming around all quick with like one of those caps holding his greasy hair in um i, I don't see fish swimming free in little confined spaces you know i just I, and and fish uh you know i'm they might be yeah, fish are not free by the way Fish are not free. Yeah. They're not. They live in constant fear of being eaten by bigger fish. Right. So, I don't know. Not the greatest analogy here. Bad opening to the song from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And depending on your size, you're not very free in veins. They're flowing in one direction. (laughs) So Yeah, if you have to turn around, you're fucked, man. What do you got to do a U-turn in a vein? Now, uh, I'm going to go ahead and just... Nip this in the bud right now. Um, as I mentioned earlier from the Wikipedia article, according to Cracker, the song has multiple meanings with people speculating that could be about drugs or infidelity. I mentioned before the long thing uh, where he says uh, some people think that I'm talking about drugs. Some people think I'm talking about cheating. I guess it's kind of both. I guess it's kind of both is the weakest cop-out answer I've ever seen in my life. Yes, it is. Um, for this line, the and we've genius heard, annotation... And we've heard some bad ones too, Mark. Yes. In in uh, in the genius annotation um, for this line, it says, this could allude to heroin use as, as, as it is inserted intravenously. Um, conversely, when Twitter use Dank Recovery made this claim in July 2020, Cracker simply replied. So Dank Recovery said, okay, I've been quiet about this for too long. It's time to wake up the sheeple. I can't just sit back and not say anything. The hit song Follow Me by Uncle Cracker is about shooting heroin. To which Uncle Cracker replied, no, it's not. With an eye rolling emoji. So why in the fuck did you say before that it, that it was kind of both? both? Yeah. It, why? <laughs> exactly. It's a cop out. It's was he trying to like get allure people into I think the song? So. You know, you well, know, this song could be about heroin. Not okay, picking sides. Who cares? Yeah. There me. are plenty of great songs about heroin. This is not one of them. There are. Um, sadly, um, yeah, I mean, obviously what's the, uh, the one that I immediately think of, it's just a shot away. It's oh. just a shot. Rolling Stones. People oh, think monkey man. That's oh. not monkey man. No, no, that's, I'm sorry. Monkey gimme man shelter. is about, it's gimme shelter. Um, but this uh, song is this song. People think about this song. What perfect day by Lou Reed oh, actually is. Okay. Lou Reed's Perfect Day is, is about, about heroin. him being addicted to heroin. Yeah. And it is a gorgeous fucking song. It's an incredible song. This song is about a fucking Lou... Well, <clears throat> I don't want to get ahead of myself, but we're talking about a piece of shit. This song's about a dick. Yeah, this yeah. song is about... I mean, be, calling him a dick is is kind. It, but it's 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 about a dick. That's what this song... <laughs> when I got done going over the lyrics like four or five times, all I can think to myself is this guy's a dick. Yes. 
Follow me, everything is alright. I'll be the one to tuck you in at night. And if you want to leave, I can guarantee you won't find nobody else like me. Now, Seth, when you take the first verse and the first chorus of the song, what have you got? Well, you got a guy who's saying that he's one of a kind. He's going to be there for you to tuck you in every night. Okay. Um, she can't turn around to say goodbye. We're just going to go ahead and we're going to say it's because for whatever reason, I, w- the fact that she wants to turn around and say goodbye is a little problematic right from the jump. Okay. Because the fact that he's like, you can't do it. It's like, well, why was she trying to in the first place? Kind of setting up some red alerts. But, but for the most part, we're dealing kind of with just a, a proper love song. I if mean, you take away what you just said, the fact that she can't turn, if you take away the shit simile, of you know, like I'm not a saying fish. the lyrics are good. Yeah, that's but yes. I'm if you take like, those away, it's a it's a somewhat maybe positive message. Yes, it's yes. we're talking about a guy here who met some woman and she doesn't know how or why she met him. Maybe he Again, saved her from danger. a little disconcerting. Yeah, you know, it's been so long. I, I can't remember. It. Maybe we met in the laundromat. I don't know. We're in line um, at the post office, and and he's telling her, you know, follow me, and everything is all right. I'll be the one to tuck you in at night, yeah, you know? I don't like that line. And if you want to leave, I can guarantee you won't phone, find nobody else like me, which is, there's plenty of... Bad white, grammar. There's plenty, well, there's plenty of pieces of white trash around to fucking... That won't tuck you in at night, baby. Yeah, with yeah, a big that red, line old is red truck. So shit. Um, but, uh, you know, it's got that bravado, that male bravado of like... He's not saying she can't leave, but he's saying good luck finding someone like old Uncle Cracker. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine dating someone. Imagine if Jen wanted to be called Aunt Jen. <laughs> I, I, if she wanted me to call her that all the time, I don't know. It's like know. a weirder version of the mommy daddy thing. It, it's it's kind of strange. It's yeah, like it's I want to be one removed. Yeah. I don't want to be your daddy, but your uncle's. Okay. Yeah. Call me uh, call me Uncle Cracker, cousin Mark. <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cousin Mark! Cousin yeah. Mark, how's he? Cousin, oh, cousin Mark, cousin Mark, <laughs> cousin Cracker's coming over. Now, then, <laughs> this is where it takes. Then we off, hit the Mark. second verse. This is where we. This, this is, what is where. This is what we're here for, Mark. Everything falls apart. <laughs> this is where. If you thought that this was going to be a nice little sweet love story, this is the real nature of the song. Yeah, yeah. this is you. You know, this is where you're sitting there going. Oh, that guy you're dating sounds really nice. And then it's like, you hear like, oh, but blah, 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 blah. And you go, oh, okay. Or your okay, friend here from work goes, Cracker sounds like a good guy. <laughs> yeah. And then you then you like drop one little bit of information and, and everybody's like. And he told me this last night. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's so just romantic. Wait, he's just waiting for his divorce to go through. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he says he wants to be with me forever. So here's the second verse. I'm not worried about the ring you wear. <laughs> Because as long as no one knows, then nobody can care. Fuck his grammar. You're feeling guilty, and I'm well aware. But you don't look ashamed, and baby, I'm not scared. I'm singing. The first question I gotta ask to you, Mark, in this in this entire thing, and it, it came up every there time, be is so many. the last line. We can go back to the other stuff. The last line in this verse is, "And baby, I'm not scared." Where did fear come into the equation? Where the fuck did it come in? Well, I would what say... What is he not scared of? I think he is not scared of her current husband, possibly. But 
no mention of the current husband. No cur- mention of, you know... Of well, we what's... have brought a ring into the equation. All right. Which was not previously brought up. I... Um, but, um... I just... I have a feeling, like, if he's bringing it up, he's probably fucking scared. Well, he says, I'm not worried about the ring you wear. And then he says, I'm not scared. Yeah, he's scared. Well... That's what I think. Where do I even fucking begin with exactly. this travesty? It... You should... Okay. Take a breath. You should... This is not about you being scared about her husband. This is about you just not being shitty. Being ethical. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you feel like she's in a a bad relationship, etc., then you should work that out. Leave her the fuck alone. Right. Yeah. And, And I mean, as long as no one knows, then nobody can care. Well... So what? You're just going to stay in this fucking, this like quiet relationship I, I, forever? I, I can't believe you've soared to those heights of apathy, Cracker. Yeah. I mean, geez, Cracker. Uh, uh, cheese and Cracker. Cheese Cracker. <laughs> like, I mean, that's, that's fucking awful. That's yeah. just, that's absolutely fucking awful. It's, you know, it's, it, he, he has gone from, I'll be, and we'll get even more into this later. He's gone from, oh, I'll be the one to tuck you in at night to like, as long as no one knows, yeah, then we can we'll fuck. be okay. Yeah. This has gone from like love to like a, a behind the scenes fuck. To dangerous liaisons. <laughs> yes. I mean, it has. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he says that she's feeling guilty. And he says, basically, fuck your guilt. I don't care. Because he says, you're feeling guilty and I'm well aware. He knows that she's feeling guilty. And then he says, but you don't look ashamed. Well, Okay, yeah. but she's guilty. She feels guilty. I mean, I'm not going to say being feeling guilty and ashamed are synonyms, but they're pretty fucking. They're, they're close. pretty close. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So it's like she doesn't look ashamed. Well, yeah, she may not look ashamed, but then she goes home and to her family, and she's like, "Huh." Now, <clears throat> I will mention this also: the music video. This is a good time to mention the music video. Yes, go ahead. So the music video is very stupid. And uh, Mr. Cracker, I'm sorry, Uncle Cracker. Uncle, uh, he didn't go to school right for eight mark. years to be called Mister. Yeah. Um, Uncle Cracker plays a DJ who's playing his own song. A brown trucker DJ. Yes. Yes. And he um, is. You can see the the pulses of the the waves of the music. The frequencies going to going all these out different over the air. Yeah. Mark McGrath. Is a mechanic is so a mechanic speak, yeah. who's kicking a car that he's working on, which is probably not the well, it's greatest a very idea. Detroit thing, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there is also a car in which a woman and a man are driving, and they're arguing, and they're arguing. Yes, and you would think probably what she's the subject of the song, and you know what, she's not. As a matter of fact. When the little radio frequencies come into the car, mm-hmm. they stop fighting and they kind of look at each other like we're being silly. So, you, so you're this telling song? me that Cracker is a salve on their relationship. Cracker is a salve. That's insane. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't, it doesn't line up with the lyrics. No, not at all. I was like, oh, okay. Like, well, she's she's gonna like meet him, or she's gonna hear the song and start daydreaming. The other weird thing is, everyone that hears the song daydreams i think a different version of cracker i can't tell who the guy is but i think it's a bunch of different versions of him including mark mcgrath right everyone they like, do. he's like in a cloud of their heads yeah <laughs> the most bizarre like one of them is like elvis 
One of them is like uh, Bruce Springsteen. A recurring thing that I see. Yes, there's like an Elvis there's impersonator in it. one of them is like a it. boy band. There, yeah, uh, there's like an sync type thing. But a recurring thing in all of his songs is that he his his very large doe eyes stare into the camera. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of a lot of intense close ups of his the face. Blow job angle. They do when he's when he's and if you've never watched pornography, <laughs> they do the angle where like the woman is slightly down and looking up at you, um, like. <laughs> and and they you can give see him, the hand pull give, his hair back. <laughs> <laughs> Let me fix your ponytail, exactly. Mr. Cracker. <laughs> Um, they want to yeah, see they got him cracker. like doing the looking up, and they also do the close up of his of his, of his mouth and his capped teeth, his grill, yeah, which is fan- oh, this is not a grill. This is like oh, you think he, that's real? You think that's th- not a grill? I think well, grill is usually like entirely metal. But I mean, a, a grill. I always was under the assumption was like removable. Oh, I don't like. Uh, it looked like these were capped teeth. Okay, all right. But I mean, maybe I'm. I, what the hell do I know? I'm but it doesn't. In either way, no matter what they are, doesn't look good. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's giving him the down the down face, so he's looking up at you with yes, those doughy eyes. And those are the only guilty, things that are and I'm about well aware. Him. Way to really care about her psyche and well being. Yeah, that's uh, this is um, like you said, this is where the t- song turns to total shit. Anything that might have been able to be salvaged and not much could have been salvaged out of the first verse in the chorus just is all thrown out the window and it's unsalvageable at this point completely. Yeah. Follow me, everything is all right. I'll be the one to tuck you in at night. We'll see about that. And if you want to leave, I can guarantee you won't find nobody else like me. Mark, how would you feel if that grill and herringbone chain were hanging over you as he was tucking the covers up into your chest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, tucking you in at night also gives, and we're going to find out why here in about two seconds, tucking you in gives off the impression that I'm not going to sleep next to you. (laughs) Yeah, When you tuck someone in, it's like, here you go, and it's like, oh, well, you're going to be there. It, It indicates care, coziness, comfort, you know. Yeah, but I mean, care. I guess what I'm trying to, like, get at is that when you're sleeping next to someone, you don't tuck them in. You tuck them in when you're going to go away. Oh, <laughs> you know, like your kid. Yeah, you tuck yes. your kid in. Yeah, you don't really tuck your wife in unless you're gonna unless you're leave. Going to your job, trucking across the across the country, or I, I don't. Or know, unless you're or, cheating on or somebody. That, yeah, and you need to get the fuck out of there. Um, Which is where we're going. I mean, completely. Won't give you money can't give you the sky you're better off if you don't ask why i'm not the reason that you go astray and we'll be all right if you don't ask me to stay (laughs) all right well go ahead go ahead go ahead well let's just call it what it is yes this is ladies every relationship that you've been in with a guy where they seemed awesome, and in the course of six to eight months, the relationship has gone on from the, uh, the I won't say six to eight months necessarily, sometimes it's longer, gone from the honeymoon phase mm-hmm. to quickly finding out what that guy is actually like. This is like that song in three verses. It is very quick from being like, I'll be here for you, to I don't care about that ring, to... Hey, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yes. <laughs> I, at the third verse, it's a good indication of where the relationship is right from the beginning. Won't give you money. 
I can't give you the sky. I'm not going to give you. It's fine that you're not going to give him money, like, or give her money. That's fine. But it's a very weird thing to just go out and say. Yeah, in a song. I mean, and I, I have to ask myself, Mark, what is Uncle Cracker's credit rating? I mean, it's got to be. He's got to have a FICO of like. It's got to be sub 500. sub six hundred, sub mm-hmm. five hundred something. Yeah, and that's not anything to say about anybody no, it's out there not, with a but, lower credit but score. But at this point, the girl is probably thinking to, to herself, oh, what's this guy going to give me other than, you know, which she can't get from 8,000 other fucking guys. Well, I will tell you that in the hit song, Who's Your Uncle? <laughs> also on this album. You paid attention? Jesus Christ. Uh, well, man. I had to look around at some other lyrics. You are fucking glutton for punishment, I was punishment, looking at man. some of the other song titles such as Steaks and Shrimps. <laughs> And who's your uncle? He does say that he has millions in the bank. Well, it is on double wide. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, just a weird flex to just say, I won't give you money. It's like, uh, okay. Maybe this is after they've done it. You know, just to clear Maybe. things up. I can't Maybe give, to clear things up. I can't up, you give know. you the sky. I owe you no nothing. And you're better off if you don't ask why. What the fuck does that mean? What a! You're better off, you know, if you don't ask why. Is I that don't a threat? expect there to be a lot of romance in this relationship. I don't. But to look at somebody, you know, that you've done just a little bit of something somewhat intimate with, and look at them and say, you know, don't ask why. You know, oh shit! Now you should be fucking worried. Don't ask why is bad enough, but you're better off. That's like as if to say, like, if I let you know, then you can be held. In a state in a court, yeah. For having oh, there's something. Of this. There's... You know how like people insulate the boss, <laughs> and they're like, "Don't, boss, you're better off if you don't know." Yeah, you currently don't have that information. You can't bring it to court with you. For you. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, you know, uh, people show up in masks. You know nothing. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, you have to be. You have to stay insulated. It's better like that in, you don't uh, know. Like in Succession, they're like, "Don't tell, don't tell Dad. We can't let him know that this terrible thing is happening." Um. And I'm not the, and I I don't really even understand. I'm not the reason that you go astray. Well, he might not be. He, but he didn't fucking help the situation at all. Fuel up. Well, <laughs> yes, fuel up. Yeah. Um. Well, he kind of is the reason she's going astray, isn't he? I mean, if you, I mean, you can say that it's ultimately her decision, but he's yes. not, like you said, he's not helping. Anything. There, there are there, I don't and know. he's trying to talk her into going astray. He is. He's like, I don't care about your ring. You, I know you're, you're, you feel guilty, but you don't look ashamed. So I'm singing, right? And he's gonna tuck her in. <laughs> and he's got to tuck her yeah, in. Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds. Of, he is talking her into it, so it doesn't, it doesn't justify sitting here and saying I'm not the reason you went astray. I will say that, you know, there are there are men and women out there that are looking to go astray with just about anybody. And we'll be you all know. right if you don't ask me to stay. So as long as you don't plan on me actually being with you, then we're fine. I have this vision of Cracker sitting there and thinking that he is so fucking clever and cool for writing that last line. You know, thinking, oh, you know, oh, I'm sure. Um, you know, look how fucking totally awesome I am. I'm getting up and walking away from this pussy. And, you know, like, it's no big deal. And in reality, that I, don't, I doubt that's who he is. I, I, I have serious doubts. I mean, just from the way he looks in these fucking videos. And that goddamn hat and his bad posture. Yeah, he's, he's a piece of shit. Uh, he says, stay. 
Oh, yeah. It, yes. This is um. This is kind of the kind of the well. This is the bridge. Yep. This is the bridge, and <laughs> I know we go over lyrics on this fucking show, mm-hmm. but at the end of this, when he does the stay, this is Midwest cracker vocal acrobatics, mm-hmm. which are just about as fucking cheesy and fucking stupid as they can possibly get. If you're listening to this song, I hope you put it in the song, Mark. Uh-huh. This is one of the worst parts of the song, orally. Oh, yeah. Uh, or, I, mean, I mean, orally. <laughs> I mean, the sound. Right. Sonically, it's just, it's just so bad. And now that I'm talking about this and I'm bringing it up, there's a little guitar groove that goes over the top of the middle over the song, in the middle of the song. And you're, you've heard it. Yep. Is it not the worst fucking guitar sound? I'm not talking about what he's playing. The sound of the guitar. Are you talking about the... Yes. That fucking guitar pretty, sound yeah. is awful. The production... I know we talk about lyrics. The production for this song is as boring, bland, bad, and stupid as any song that we have done. Yeah. It is bad. It is like he found a guy in fucking Lansing, Michigan, who was recording in his back room and said, dude, oh, you've got an organ? Let's record a song. He very well could have. It probably could have found... (laughs) That guy's probably better than what the fuck he found. I mean, it's just bad. While he's holding up that stay you hear in the background, follow me, everything is all right from the backing singers. I'll be the one to tuck you in at night as long as I don't have to stick around. And if you want to leave, I can guarantee you won't find nobody else like me. You come it's, dime a dozen, dude. Now that we know that this guy is like, as long as you don't ask me to stay, I'm good, then why is he worried about her leaving? Like, so let me get this straight. Yeah. She's married. He was so proud she, of that. You're talking to her about leaving, like but me. then you're also saying that you're not going to stick around. So, like... Why wouldn't you just let her go be with her husband? Because you're not trying to, like, like date her long term. If you're trying to be in a relationship with her, then okay. Like, maybe she tells you that her husband is a piece of shit or abusive or she fell out of love with him or whatever. Okay. But you don't intend on that happening. You don't intend on staying. You're just around to fuck with her every once in a while and fuck her. You're not going to give her money. You're not going to ever give her this guy. Yeah. It's better off if you don't ask why he can't do those things, if he's got a fucking rap sheet or what. Um, and then, of course, there's that interview where he's talking about how he doesn't want to talk about what the song is about because he has a wife and kids. So, I mean... And at the same time, he alludes to it may be about both when it comes to infidelity and fucking uh, and heroin. Then he says it's not about heroin. He's playing both sides of the fence constantly. Get your shit together. Yeah, or trying to play both sides of the fence ridicu- uh, constantly. Uh, and then we redo the first verse. You don't know how you met me, and you don't know why. You can't turn around and say goodbye. Bad penny. All you know is when I'm with you, I make you free and swim through your veins like a fish in the sea. And and then we have to go through ad nauseum, follow me, everything is all right. We got I can be the one to tuck you in and I. We got to go through two of those. We have to go through that over and over again. Um which are like we said at the beginning is one of the more innocuous uh uh, uh parts of the song. It's just that the song fucking sucks and you have to hear it over again uh, stomach churningly. Um god, need some fucking Pepto-Bismol for this fucking shit. Yeah, and it starts, I, I forgot to mention that the song starts and it ends with the sound as if you were putting on a record. Yeah. Which... The Crackle. The, yeah, Uncle Crackle. Uncle Crackle. 
Um, yeah, the song just fucking goes over, over and over again with the follow me. Everything is all right, giving kind of a uh, brainwashy feel. Mm. I think that we've mentioned before where it's mm. like, if you just say it over and over again, Suddenly eventually, it'll be true, yeah. eventually someone will What do the two dots it. over the A mean in Uncle Cracker? Well, um, I mean, I'm not yeah. sure exactly um, how it's, uh, I mean, if there are two dots over the A, uh, the two dots, I believe, is called an umlaut. Yes, yeah, correct. Uh, which I believe makes it make the vowel say it's natural, like the the sound that it is when it is just the letter alone. So in this okay. case, if I'm correct, and I might not be, his name would be Uncle Kraker. Yes. Well, actually, the word umlaut in German translates to Please don't catch a case and try to strangle this motherfucker, even though you want to. That's what that's. Okay. You know how the Germans have one word for a long explanation. This is what that is. <laughs> yes. A mark used over a vowel as in German or Hungarian to indicate a different <laughs> vowel quality, usually fronting or rounding. Uncle Kraker. <laughs> Uncle Kraker. Kraker. Um, Kraker did a poo-poo all over music. <laughs> and as I mentioned before, Seth... Heroin, 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 heroin. heroin. He's confirmed it in an interview. It's about heroin. No, he didn't. It is about heroin and the fact that you need it to sustain the beast and help keep it from killing you as it feeds until it, it of course, is big enough to survive in a tank. Poor fucking Don't know what that means. What does that mean? God damn. It's about drugs. This song is definitely about heroin addiction. Listen, folks, this song is definitely about heroin. Um, So why in the hell would it be about heroin if he's talking about someone uh, wearing a ring. Can you find anybody that's going to refute that heroin message? I mean, yes, I'm I'm looking. Yes, I'm there looking. are some. Okay, look, all you people who think it is about drugs are totally wrong. You mm. should go back and read the song lyrics again. It is extremely clear that the song is about him, Uncle Cracker, having an affair with an mar- with a marriage woman. <laughs> Just listen to it one more time, and I'm sure sure it will become much more clear. Maybe it is about drugs and a cheating wife. No. No. I would vote for a drug. No. I didn't pick up the drug thing from the beginning. I really didn't. Um, That's because you're a normal human being. I hope so. Um, yeah. Um, as for the song itself, I would believe either other th- both theories, drugs are an affair. Then again, isn't being, a, being with a drug addict sort of like being with someone who cheats? Eh, eh, maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Here's Bo from Tennessee. Uncle Cracker is so fine. I love his voice, his eyes, and well, I just love him. I have opinion, too, since I saw this interview on it, and it's about cheating, not drugs. And all these women on here who love the song and talking about how great it is to cheat and the thrill of being caught, etc., disgust me. He's a man. Men cheat, and he's gorgeous and talented, so it's a given. But the married women on here, get a fucking divorce. Have respect for yourself, your kids, and the man you gave yourself to. And don't brag about it. It's very gross and you look and sound very easy and trashy. You should be ashamed of what you did, not be bragging how you were like this song. And if you're reading this, Matt, a.k.a. Uncle Cracker, (laughs) he's not. I love you and love this song. You're very talented and I hope you're around many, many years. Your music brings so much peace and joy. Thank you. If he is reading, it's like... I hope you're around for many. Oh, they like me. All right, here's somebody that needs to the NS. Hold on. We need to talk about how this woman just said it's okay for men to cheat because that's what they do, but it's not okay for women to cheat. They're trashy. Well, well, uh, 
Jesus. All right, lady. Because, um, you know, it's one of those things where I have to be like, this can't be real. Yeah, the, the skewed vision of the, of the sexual dynamics that Americans have is, uh, is just a little bit strange. But, Mark, I found a, one that, I mean, this guy just, the NSA needs to get on it and fucking start tracking. Dancing Sweetheart 129. It might just be me, but could it be dad and daughter? Like, it doesn't matter if you wear a ring. You're still my baby girl. Like, if she wants to leave, he's saying go ahead. But no guy is going to be as good as your old man. I know it can be interpreted as an affair of drugs, but this is just my opinion. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, well, um, when you have the whole don't ask any questions, you know, type of thing, that throws all that shit right out the fucking window, so... You know, you, 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 I'm I'm thinking uh, dancing uh, with art what, with a, dancing with the art. Try, trying to read some of these dancing people's sweetheart. comments. Um, uh, I see another one here about up. thinking that it's about heroin addiction, and when it gets to the verse where it talks about the ring, the person says he is saying that the drug doesn't have emotions, so ther- therefore it won't know or care if you are married, single, or if it tears apart your life. Mark. For for better songs, we have seen two or three comments. Mm-hmm. These comments, there's like ninety of them. There's there's literally yeah ninety something, yeah ninety exactly. And people are writing novellas about this goddamn song. It's nuts. I mean, yeah, it is kind of crazy. It's They're nuts. writing. I mean, just eight, nine, ten paragraphs at a fucking time. Everyone so, is just hooking onto that swim like your veins in the sea. They are. Which look. I get it. You bring up Vane in a song, it's going to happen. It's really honestly just about... Are... I think it's equating love to heroin. You think he's doing that? I don't think. I think he's I think kind of like... Or like a drug. Infidelity. But it does. I mean, I think so too, but what I'm saying is yeah. he's saying like, you're hooked on me like a drug. Mm. That's why you can't turn around and oh. say goodbye. Craker is so deep. <laughs> Professor Craker. Um, what is it? Where are we at, Where are we at? Where are we at? This song yeah. is creepy. The right word for it? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. I think it's creepy. Um, I think it's creepy in the, you know, especially that, you know, that line. Uh, um, uh, where is it? You're better off if you don't ask why. The, in, initially, just knowing that it's about infidelity jacks it up. That, that's going to put it over a five right there. Mm-hmm. When he's telling people, don't ask why. The creepy ass sounding, I'll be the one to tuck you in at night. <laughs> you know, the I'm you're not the one, I'm not the one that made you do what you're doing. This is creepy. It's not quite um what we did last week. It's no. not tonight I'm fucking you, which is just so fucking aggressive. Oh, yeah. Um it, it's it's a little down. I'm gonna give this one like a a seven five. Okay. Seven point five. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say seven two. Yeah, seven point five. So I'll stick with seven two. I think uh, our our uh, our we're starting to narrow the gap in creep factors week after week. I think we are. Yeah, creepy. Mm. Um, there's definitely creep to it, but it's mostly just like a dirt bag yeah, scale. It, it's just right out of the double wide. It's <laughs> what you'd expect. This is crazy. It really is. And what else would we expect from a uh, from someone under the tutelage of kid of <laughs> child rock? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you just you have to expect this level of grossness. Yeah. You do. You, um, you really do, especially yeah, dealing yeah, with him. It's, yeah, it's, it's terrible. Very bad. It's terrible that all this stuff has come out of the middle of our country. Normally, you expect the um, the uh, the Midwest to be so wholesome and grand. You know, you, you do have yeah. good things that come out of Detroit. Motown, Cars, Jack Jeff White, 
Jets pizza. You have great stuff. There's plenty of it. Yeah, but then yeah. when you start to you know head out into the into the beyond the suburbs, so to speak, you run into the trailer parks. And, yeah, uh, and then the home you know, of Eminem and Child Rock. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Craker needs to come to his senses. Oh, well, hopefully he's just yeah full time doing the mechanic gig from now on. Or Let's hope turntabling at a senior home. Where do we? <laughs> where do we where, go from here? Assist Craker in assisted living. <laughs> um, where do we go from here, Mark? I believe uh, our good friend Greg had a recommendation for a song. That He's we're going to go ahead and we're going to because, yeah, he he picked some good ones. Yeah, he gave us like number two or three. Yeah, episodes. we're going to um, we are going to grab some machetes and chop down the long grass that are the lyrics to L.E.N.'s Steal My Sunshine. OK, a 90s, uh, a 90s pop hit that has lyrics that are. All over the fucking. They place. are all over the place. So um, they are. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hold a candle to that and see uh, see what we can't see find if it's out. flammable. Yeah, because yeah. This it is could be. be this it, is, it will be. There's gonna be yeah. a headache. Yeah. Here. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a bad one. Yeah. Seth, thank goodness that we got through this and mm. did this. It's another. It's like a three week run of just songs that are just, we didn't fucking like, didn't find anything redeeming about Mm -hmm. that, you know, nothing, you know, if anything, you know, in in deep blue something three weeks ago when this all kind of started, don't say those words. I'm sorry, but I have to say that there was one redeeming thing about it. That little tiny guitar fill, you know, the one good thing. And ever since then, it's just been just, just a constant, just a, a a tank of shit. One after, you know, I mean, like uncle crackers, blow job eyes. Oh, Mark. Blow job. <laughs> oh, we're gonna have to. We're gonna. We're gonna see what Len can can fix. Hopefully, I kind of doubt it, but um, yeah, but they can't we're gonna see. What, no, they can't. They're gonna. They're just gonna try their best, and that's all they can do with that weird ass music video. And I'm curious to find out what the fuck that video is all about, and the song, because uh, I have no idea. I just remember thinking the girl was cute, but she was pregnant, and then people was were she? saying that the guy in the video was her brother but some people were saying it was her boyfriend hmm. i never bothered to look it up i don't really but now care. i have a reason to, yeah. to look around and uncover it um it's kind of like a meg white jack white situation so are we gonna un- are we gonna uh is this gonna be a cold case mark are we gonna uncover <laughs> gang, gang. yeah this is, gonna be, <laughs> this is gonna be uh this is gonna be a, a hard Dread some homicide. shit up from 20 years ago where were you where were you on the night of november 17th 1999 <laughs> All right, so tell go listen friends. to L E N. Yes, go tell please tell two friends. Um, please uh, go listen to L E N. Steal my sunshine, and we will be back next Friday with more lyrics to go. I'm glad. Somewhere between my mouth and your ears. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics to go pod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs>